Good morning, everyone. This is Steve Bradley, God's Wordsmith, and I want to chat with you today about John chapter 14, verses 22 to 24, which I have entitled, A Great Question, A Mysterious Answer. So let's get on it. Here is the passage, part of it. Lord, how is it, said Judas, not Iscariot, not Judas Iscariot, Lord, how is it that you will manifest yourself to us and not to the world? Jesus answered and said to him, If anyone loves me, he will keep my word, and my Father will love him, and we will come to him and make our home with him. He who does not love me does not keep my words, and the word which you hear is not mine, but the Father's who sent me. So Jesus is in heaven, as is the Father. So how can he come to us? Well, he answers that actually earlier in John 14. Uh, John 14, 15, and 16, down to verse 17. He says, If you love me, keep my commandments. And I will pray the Father, and he will give you another helper, or another comforter, if you have the King James Version that he may abide with you forever, the spirit of truth, whom the world cannot receive, because it neither sees him nor knows him. But you know him, for he dwells with you and will be in you. So let's stop for a second and remind ourselves that the persons of the Trinity, the triune God, are both one and three, the Father, the Son, and the Spirit, who are in fact one. Don't ask me now to explain this, because nobody truly understands it, except to say that the three are one, but they are distinct persons. No theologian has an answer to this. It is not something that we in our human minds can really comprehend. But the point is this, if you are a child of God, he is there with you. He is in you. He is, as the old song says, great enough to fill the mighty universe, but small enough to dwell within my heart. And if you believe in Jesus, that's true of you. The great God of the universe lives in you. He is everywhere present but he lives in you. So Jesus says it actually like this in John chapter 7. He who believes in me, as the scripture has said, out of his heart, out of his inmost being, will flow rivers of living water. And John explained it this way. But this he spoke concerning the Spirit, whom those believing in him would receive, for the Holy Spirit was not yet given, because Jesus was not yet glorified. Now John is writing this very near the end of his life on earth, after 60 or so years of experiencing the very real presence and power of the Spirit, and he knows by experience all this blessing given through the Holy Spirit, and he announces what happens to you and me when we believe, 
in the Lord Jesus. John has seen visions, sometimes very long. Revelation is the longest. He's seen healings. He's seen prophecies. He's all, just so many things in that 60 years since Jesus ascended to heaven. And he has followed the Lord and allowed the Spirit to direct and empower him. Yet even he cannot put into understandable words how this is. And Jesus does not really explain it for us. How can he explain it? He just says it. And so here it is, the greatest promise of all. Jesus just says, my father will love him and we will come to him and make our home with him. In other words, the spirit and the gifts are ours. And if you truly believe in Jesus, God himself, the mighty God of the universe, the God who took the stars and and flung them off like drops of water flung off of a person's fingers. God himself lives in you, and he has said, I will never leave you nor forsake you. The eternal God lives in you. And this brings up a lot of different things, but let me just state a few of them. How can you not live forever? If God attaches to himself to you, the God of eternity, the God who has always been and always will be, how can you not live forever? Because he's in you. You will live forever. How can you not meet the challenges of the day? Because he empowers you. His strength is there, even though you don't feel it. Even though you feel you're a mere man, woman, or child, he is there. How can you not have every gift you need to pursue all the will of God for your life? You have those things. They are yours because God has given you the greatest gift of all, himself. And so our job is to do two things. Number one, recognize what is. God lives in you. Let him rule your life. That's the second thing. So the first thing is recognize what he is. The second thing is let him rule your life. You will not be sorry. So the greatest thing in the universe is that God loves you and will live in you forever if you ask. God bless you all. This is Steve Bradley, God's wordsmith signing off for today.